Whoops, I'm at it again. I am managing on the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast to shoehorn in my own addiction to Pixar films. But there's a lot more to discuss here than just the fact that I enjoy (laughs) those emotional and amazing animated stories. Listen in to hear all about Inside Out and your own superpower. The Self-Sabotage to Success podcast, dropping every Wednesday into your podcast platform of choice. And I am your host, Lucy Orton. I'm the anti-self-sabotage coach and a success and transformation expert. I love all things positive psychology. And I work with female purpose-led entrepreneurs to transform them from self-sabotaging, procrastinating, imposter syndrome feeling, but very, very talented business owners into the most empowered CEOs who recognize and own that talent and who move away from their self-sabotage into self-belief, which is rock solid, confidence, which is supercharged, and as a very happy byproduct into amazing business success. The Self-Sabotage to Success podcast was created to help women just like you step into your awesome because your voice is needed more than ever in this world that we live in. I am extremely thankful to have you here and if you enjoy this episode and the rest of the Self-Sabotage to Success back catalogue, then I'd love to hear from you. You can book a Self-Sabotage breakthrough call using the link bit.ly forward slash booking Lucy, which is also in the show notes. And if you got value from today's episode, you can also help the positive messages of this podcast reach even more purpose-led female entrepreneurs by leaving me a five-star rating or even better, a review on Apple Podcasts. I am so touched by every review and every message I receive. So thank you very much for doing so and for listening. Enjoy this week's show and I am championing you and your purpose-led business always. So welcome, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Today I'm going to be talking to you about Inside Out. Now as much as I would love this to be a tribute episode all about one of my favourite, if not my absolute favourite Pixar films, Inside Out, it's not quite going to be. But I do love that film and it does bear some huge relevance to what I'm going to be talking about today. So there will definitely be a little bit of inside out fangirling from me. And I don't know about any of the other parents out there, but I have been wholly disappointed by how little my children love this film. (laughs) It's definitely my favourite film of the Pixar canon, I think, although that is a very tough category but they don't feel for it the same way that I do. My middle daughter absolutely loved it when she was a toddler, but as she's got older, she's gone the same way as her older brother and just finds it so-so. I think it's an absolutely awesome film, and I think, again, the magic of Pixar films is often that they are really created for adults with children (laughs) being there as conduits for going along to the cinema, enjoying the laughs and buying the merchandise afterwards. But yes, that ends my sermon on Pixar films and their marketing strategy. (laughs) But yeah, the the episode today is not going to be about 
inside out entirely but it's a really good jumping off point and i thought that the title summarized a lot of the underlying issues that i wanted to talk about in this week's episode and that is about the power we have within our superpower and this is so fundamental in terms of our mindset and in terms of how we perceive the world, how we perceive our futures, and how we can really create amazing changes for ourselves in our businesses and more widely in our lives. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit about Inside Out, the film, and why it's a great watch. And if you haven't watched it already, or if you've watched it once a few years ago, I highly recommend going back and looking at that. But the next thing I want to really delve into is what I mean by the stuff on the inside, the superpower, and why an approach to life and to mindset that starts from the inside and then works outwards is one that is going to massively serve you as a human being and as a purpose-led entrepreneur. So let's start with an analysis of that amazing film and why that's really relevant to today's episode. Well, Inside Out, was groundbreaking because even for a Pixar film, it took a depiction of emotion to another level. And it really took us inside our minds for many people for the first time, for many adults watching that film even for the first time. And something I talk about with my clients is we don't get taught this stuff in school, even if we have a psychology qualification somewhere kicking around an A-level or even a degree, we often don't get taught about our mindset and about how it applies to our day-to-day life. What was really nice about Inside Out is it showed us the work that goes on inside of us and it talked a lot about our emotions and how they can help us and build us up or they can deconstruct, sometimes in a positive way, as in the film with Riley, to become a new person, and sometimes in a more negative way, where our emotions can really impact our our perception of the present and our perception of the future. So in terms of how Inside Out tackled emotions, as I said before, this isn't the first time Pixar has delved into heavily emotional content. It's absolutely incredible at that, particularly at giving objects or creations or inanimate things, most recently Forky in the Toy Story series, feelings and emotions and complexities that we wouldn't normally associate with them. In Inside Out, Pixar went a stage further and became a bit more meta and it personified emotions and showed us how an emotion itself might see the world and how it would feel the world. It takes this task really seriously and if you do any research on the film Inside Out, you'll see that The people creating the movie spoke to academics. They spoke to experts at the University of Berkeley, at other academic institutions, and they had many, many hours and probably weeks of thought and processes that went into creating something which was not only engaging and inspiring and emotion-raising, which is something Pixar always wants to do with its films, but actually accurate and grounded in evidence, which is something I love as a positive psychology coach who is fascinated by the academic work that goes on behind the scenes of mindset. 
In the film Inside Out, we see really in glorious technicolor how critical our emotions are to how we see the world, how our internal dialogue and the feelings that we experience can impact us in huge ways. And they can really shape how we relate to what is outside of us, whether that's to other people or to the outside world as a whole. The focus in the film is, is really about that interhuman connection for Riley as she approaches puberty with huge changes and leaving school and so on. But it could be extended into how we interact with everything that is outside of our own thought processes. And what I found really interesting in Inside Out is how it explores the idea that our current emotions can really bias how we look at both current and future, but also past events. So if you've seen the film, you'll remember how the character Sadness, who is an awesome character on so many levels, can touch a memory that Riley, our protagonist, is thinking about. And she can change it, she can tinge it. And that is really, really key to understanding in terms of mindset, that our mood that we're in, the emotions that we're experiencing, can also have a more far-reaching impact than just in that exact lived moment. So if we're feeling ashamed, if we're feeling guilty, if we're feeling happy, we are more likely to think back or project forward with those same emotions attached. And what I always talk to clients about is that it's okay to feel all the negative emotions. That is part of the human experience. But being aware and labeling and noticing those feelings is hugely empowering in terms of not allowing those deeply upsetting or negative or um, challenging moments of our life affect us too badly or allow us to set up camp in those emotions because we can challenge them we can realize oh this is how I'm feeling right now and it's impacting how I look at my past my present and my future I go into this in a lot of detail in a past episode of mine about the power of remembering and the power of positive reminiscence, which is about how we can use that positive ability to remember, to help us, and to do that in a more conscious way, so that instead of sadness touching a memory, we actually have the power within us to allow happiness, nostalgia, excitement, and joy to touch a memory. And if you fancy listening to that episode, I will pop the link in the show notes because it's a really lovely one. And of course, this is not to say that we always need to go back and reframe our memories. Some of our memories are not positive. And I'm not for a moment suggesting that we need to put any toxic positivity spin onto things that were genuinely difficult. And, you know, there's no kind of silver lining to them. But often we can look back and really use that art of positive remembering to assist us in the day to day and in the the present moment. And that really boils down to the power of mindset in terms of how we can interpret our experience. And I love that aspect of inside out. 
Something else which is not hugely relevant to this episode, but is such a fundamental part of the film, which I absolutely adored, is how well it deals with the idea of a loss of childhood. How we move away and leave childish times and childish things behind, but how we can rebuild that and still bring forward a lot of what we loved and what we were and that authentic sense of self, how we can carry that forward into our future lives and our future perception of who we are and what we get to do, what we choose to do and what we allow ourselves, what we give ourselves permission to do with our lives. So holding on to elements of childhood whilst letting go of it as a broader construct. Now, the very title Inside Out, as I said at the beginning of this episode, is so relevant to connecting you with your superpower, to remembering that your experience of life always, always begins on the inside and that that is where your power lies. Now, in some ways, culturally, we know that what's on the inside counts. We have some phrases like, oh, you're beautiful on the inside or it's what's in on the inside that counts, you know, that that exact phrase. We know that. We know that there is so much ability and so much power within, but oftentimes, the world we live in can sway our minds, sway our mindsets to thinking that actually it's what's on the outside that counts. And we can get really bogged down in that and have quite an outside in approach to the world. We can end up both blaming things that are outside of us and desiring things that are outside of us to the detriment of our well-being. So what I mean by that is that we put too much stock in things that are very external. We might put too much stock in the big house, the fancy car, the large mortgage, the new clothes, and actually what's going on, what the need is that we need to address is very much an internal one, very much something that is on the inside. And it's why so many people don't find the answers in the career path they went down. It might be why you turn to your own business and turn to a life of purpose because you realize that when you ticked all the boxes, you followed that maybe external idea of the right way to live and the right way to be and the right path to follow it didn't work out for you. It didn't feel right. And you are on your journey, I'm sure, by listening to this and by listening to other self-development podcasts or working with a coach, you are very much on that journey towards your own path and to recognizing that what's on the inside has so much power over everything else that surrounds you. Now, if you'll indulge me for a moment... I have three children, as I've talked about before in the podcast, and my eldest child has been teaching me for the years that he has been on this earth about dancing to the beat of your own drum. It is something that is intrinsically built into who he is and how he behaves. And it's also something that we have encouraged. He is, I would say, the least affected child by stickers or by external rewards, although he obviously loves a treat like any child. But that isn't what drives him. He is driven by this very internal sense of who he is, what works for him and what he wants to do. And I have often used that phrase to teachers, to friends, you know, he dances to the beat of his own drum. And I think what's 
amazing about that is that he hopefully won't lose that trait. He'll hopefully carry that trait through to him, through with him to adulthood. And as adults, often we have to relearn how to dance to the beat of our own drum, how to listen to that internal desire and those thoughts and what we really, really want for the world. We can end up getting a bit lost and having to find ourselves again, having to work hard to rekindle and reconnect with that spark that is so important to us. And what I find in many of the clients that I work work with is that they are at a moment of waking up or thinking, I don't want to live like this any longer. I want to change my mindset and I want to change my life in doing so. If the content that we've been talking about today and in previous episodes has really got under your skin and made you think this is something you want to work on in your own life and for the sake of yourself and your own business, then do click on the link in the show notes or go to bit.ly forward slash booking Lucy and get yourself onto a self-sabotage breakthrough call with me because I absolutely love getting to the very crux of the matter and helping my clients shift away from anything that is not truly dancing to the beat of their own drum, and that is not approaching the world from a very inside-out perspective. So click on the link and let's have a chat about where you are, where your business is, and most importantly, where you want to go next. Because one of the things that is so powerful when I'm working with my clients on the self-identity shift and many other elements of my coaching is the single most empowering realization is we get to change. We get to make things different. We get to challenge the status quo. And that is something that I absolutely love doing. It's the bread and butter of my coaching programs. And it is the bread and butter of the transformation that my clients make. I will often lead and prompt my clients to approaching their problems, their challenges, their goals from a very inside out perspective. What can you change? How can you do something differently? Where can you invoke your superpower in terms of your approach? And this is massively beneficial. It bolsters my clients' self-esteem as they learn the sometimes startling revelation that their self-esteem is something very much in their control, very much guided by them, very much inside out. And they can build their self-esteem, they can learn how to live a life where their self-esteem is absolutely supercharged and assisting them in every single thing that they do. It can also lead them to experiencing far lower social anxiety and far fewer worries about what other people think. And you know, if you've listened to this episode for any length of time, I am passionate about caring less about what other people think. Another benefit of an inside out or a superpower approach to running your life and running your business is it can make you more optimistic because you start to have the practice of seeing how you get to change things, how you have a butterfly effect in big ways and small on your own life. You get to be in the driving seat and you get to be the leading lady. And it can lead to far less comparisonitis. It can help you move away from looking outwards and seeing what other people are doing and wasting time and energy on that, thinking 
their business is like this and my business is like that. Instead, focusing on what it is that you need to do and how it starts with number one. So the benefits of the superpower approach to your business you can imagine are endless. Because when you're feeling more confident, when you're feeling more empowered, when you're caring less about external people or external ideas or cultural norms, and when you're feeling more confident and optimistic about your future, about your goals, you are going to be working on another level. You're going to be putting things out into the world which challenge you, which push you forward, which are braver and more daring. And of course, in all of those ways, you're then going through that self-identity shift that I've talked about in previous episodes. I'll pop a link to that episode in the show notes too. And that will create a brand new future for you as a business owner. So this really forms a fundamental part of your strong psychological foundations. And as we've talked about in the past as well, when you're a business owner, you don't have an HR department. I do a lot of work with organizations and those departments and development and learning departments will make sure that their employees have coaching, have space and time set apart for their own development. And companies don't do this for their, you know, their health. They do it because they know that by helping their employees have these positive mindsets, have this ability to grow and learn, they're going to get more productivity. It is an absolutely profit uh, increasing activity. And we don't get that as purpose-led entrepreneurs. We have to invest our own time, our own money, and our own priorities into pushing ourselves forward and really helping ourselves with our mindset and with everything connected to being that empowered purpose-led business owner. I really implore you in the week ahead to think from a perspective of inside out and think about how you can trigger your superpower when you come up against any roadblocks, any challenges or any issues that you might previously have put aside to something you can't control you can't make a dent in there are definitely some things which we can't control but there is often something small you can do to move yourself forward and reach your goal step by step bit by bit so I really hope today's episode has hit home for you I hope you have enjoyed my foray into Pixar and the beautiful Inside Out film. I feel like I'm going to go and watch it again now just because I love it. In fact, do send me a message if I have inspired you to rewatch Inside Out or to, if you're a parent, get grab a child and try and explain to them how amazing it is as a Pixar film. I would like to leave this episode by wishing you an incredible week ahead. Remember to invoke that awesome superpower and send me a message and say how that's worked out for you too. You don't just have to email me about Pixar films, but I'm always open to that as well. Until next Wednesday and the next episode of the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast, I wish you an awesome time. Take care and remember I am championing you always. Bye for now. Oh, 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 o